0: Brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings.
1: And welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcasts from. It is a Saturday morning. Yes, the weekend is rolled around. Time to relax. It is the 12th day of November. I'm laughing because every Saturday I hear a groan from real estate agent saying, what weekend time? What relaxation time? It's just a factor, unfortunately, of being a real estate agent never off the call. And it takes a certain type of individual to be at the top of their game. And that takes time. And if you've recently embarked on a real estate career, good time management. Is critical where so many fail in this area. Don't be the agent who loses track of their day, be organized with your time management. So crucial to being successful. And coming up shortly, Andrew Wheatley is here, he's highly organized. And yesterday we were talking about the downsizes. Well, today we're talking about upsizing, and Andrew has got some great tips and guidance for you in that area. Oh, and I've got to tell you about this email that I got this morning from Joanne in Perth. A few days ago, we spoke to Dr. Fiona Fu about looking after your heart. Well, it turns out that Joanne has been trying, trying but not very successfully to get her 55-year-old husband to the doctor. And they were having breakfast on Thursday, listening to Dr. Fu's advice, listening to the radio podcast, and Joanne said that it was like a light bulb going off in her husband's brain. And subsequently that day, they booked an appointment with the doctor next week. So brilliant. Thank you, Joanne, for letting us know that, and I'm glad that we could be a little bit of an intervention for you and your husband. And if you did miss that podcast, go back to Thursday. There is some great advice all about your heart.
0: We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts, and what's trending every morning from 630. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day.
1: All right, let's head around Australia on this Saturday morning. And in Sydney, expecting blue skies with sunshine and a high of 27 degrees. In Melbourne, a possible late shower with 21. In Brisbane, also blue skies and sunny with 29. And in Perth today, partly cloudy, but it should be mainly dry and expecting 20. 2 degrees.
0: It's your real estate podcast for breakfast.
1: And if you're celebrating your birthday today for November the 12th for 2022, happy birthday to you. You're sharing it with Ryan Gosling, the actor, Canadian actor. He's turning 42. Also Canadian on the birthday calls is Neil Young, the singer-songwriter who decided to take himself off Spotify earlier this year. Neil Young is turning 77 and it was on this day in 1970 that Cyclone Bola makes landfall in East Pakistan. This was tragic. It killed up to 500,000 people, making it the deadliest tropical cyclone ever recorded. That happened on this day in 1970. And when you think of selfies, you don't necessarily think of selfies being taken in the 1960s. But it was on this day that a selfie was taken in space. Buzz Aldrin takes the first space selfie during the Gemini 12 mission on this day in 1966.
0: It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast.
1: Well, with the property market in Australia slowing down, at least for now, there are still many families who need to upsize across the country and get into another home. And they might be for reasons like kids getting older, you need to get them into the right school zone or you're tired of fighting for a turn in the bathroom. Whatever the reason might be, now my might be the great time to buy, not such a great time to sell, which raises the question of how do you know if you can keep your existing home as an investment when you upsize, and if you can, and whether you should do that. Well, back again this morning, talking all things mortgages with our podcast series is Andrew Wheatley from Wheatley Finance. And good morning, Andrew. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Uh, thanks, Craig. It's always great to be back. Yes, good to have you back on a Saturday morning. So it's that all important question that we are talking about this morning, upsizing. So perhaps first off, let's look at some of the advantages of keeping your existing home as an investment property when upsizing. There's lots
2: of advantages. I guess one of the big advantages is you get to choose when to sell that property. You may be looking at keeping it as a long-term investment, but it could just be that you want to hold on to it to see what happens over the next year or two to sell when the time is right. So it's giving you choice that you're not being forced to sell in a market that isn't great for it. And you can pick and choose when is going to be the right time. In the bigger picture, the advantage is going to contribute towards your future wealth. Look, most Australians see property as a way to provide wealth in their future. If you've already got one property, it can just be a simple way of getting your toe into that market of owning multiple properties. And then all of a sudden, you're not just a homeowner, you're an investor.
1: Yeah, and an investment property is an aspirational goal for a lot of people who like the idea of owning more than just one home. So, why is it that many people hold back from exploring that very concept, that very idea of the home that they are in, and turning that into an investment property and then
2: buying something else? Most people just assume it's not possible, Craig. They just haven't had the right information or done the research. A really common thing that will happen is I'll be talking to couples and one of the couple will be keen to try to keep the existing property because they've got it in their head that one of the ways to achieve our future goals is owning more than one property. And then you'll have the other partner that's just feeling the weight of that mortgage is going to be too big. We've we've paid our house down a bit. Now I'm going to have a bigger mortgage again. And they can feel really overwhelmed. The reason those two people often find it hard to come to some agreement on what to do or even find it hard to have a conversation without getting a bit you know, passive aggressive at each other is there's no facts to go along with it. It's all just their best guess or assumptions they've made in their, in their head. And this is one of the, the main reasons why I designed the accidental, workshop, uh, the accidental investor workshop that I run every month for families that are upsizing. We run it online, it's only 30 minutes. We just go through a really simple process that lets you quickly understand, is this even an option? Can you keep the property, your your current property's investment when you buy? What does it look like when you do that? What are the repayments gonna look like? How do you pay the deposit on the new property if you haven't sold your your existing property? And the key thing there is, can you do it? And then the next question is, but should you? Because just because you can doesn't mean you should. But just being able to simply go through the high level stuff of that, Let's couples then have a proper conversation where they're dealing with real things and, and real numbers. That always leads to a way better outcome.
1: Mm, Yeah, and as you say, there can be all sorts of roadblocks for people when thinking about buying that second property. People can get understandably nervous as you highlight. It's a big step to take. So perhaps, Andrew, you can flag some of the misconceptions that some people might have when thinking about buying a second property.
2: Yeah. Like anything, you don't know what you don't know. The things that come up all the time with me when I'm talking to people is we have to sell our property because we need to get the cash to pay a deposit when we buy the second, second place. Because all they know is when we bought our first property, we needed a cash deposit. Now, that's not true. You can use the equity in your current property to borrow the full cost of the new property. So that's one of the things we run through in the the workshop as well. Another really simple misconception is people will look at their current mortgage repayments, what the new mortgage repayments would be, and just go, oh, crap, that's that's daunting. That looks really big. But forget that the existing loan will probably convert to interest-only payments because it's an investment. That's usually how it's done. And also that there's going to be rent coming in. Yeah,
1: rent coming in is very important. And I suppose one of the big problems is that you can have one person super keen and the other maybe might not be sold on the idea as much. But the safety net is that you can
2: always sell the property down the track. A solution that I've come across with with many couples when one of them is really, really keen and the other one's a bit nervous is they end up just making an agreement. Look, let's give it a go. We're going to keep this as an investment. We're going to buy the new property and let's just let it go for 12 months. And then if if it was feeling too hard, if you're still feeling nervous and bad about it, we'll just sell it and pay the new mortgage down. We're back where we started. That option is always there. And I think people feel like once you commit to keeping the property and invest- the investment, you have to keep it forever. If it's not working, you sell it. The key advice I would give to people here is do your research. Like think of like what would it actually look like? If you just let your brain come up with different scenarios. Human brains are weird. We'll always come up with the worst case scenario and often has no relation actually to reality. So again that that is Really that reason why like, I, I have started running these accidental investor workshops to take the crazy ideas that our brain will come up with about why we should or shouldn't do anything and just give really clear, simple information and a process so the couples can have a good conversation and make the right decision for them, which may be to sell. Quite often the, the right answer is to sell, but you don't want to be looking back in five or 10 years and seeing your old house on the market for two or three times what you sold it for and then realising that you could have kept it and that money could be yours now.
1: I like the title, accidental,
2: what was it? Accidental Investor. The Accidental Investor, yes, because sometimes people go out with a deliberate idea of buying investment property. But in this case, your goal is to buy a new home. Like plan A, the main job here is you're doing this because you need a new family home for all the reasons you spoke about before, school zones, the house is run down, whatever, but you're also becoming a property investor. Often it's a side thought. People don't realize that that you're not just buying a home, you're also becoming a property investor and you need the right information about how that works to do it properly. Or again, you're going to make mistakes that are going to cost you a lot of money later on. But if you do it right, it can really set you up for life.
1: Yeah, research, research, research is what it is all about. And of course, it is such a tight rental market. As you mentioned, of course, you look at that rental market and it's never been a better time probably for those rental yields to actually get into a second property.
2: I mean, it's funny, the stuff we find a fight with our partners about, but like everyone's on the same page. We all want the same things for our family. We want to be financially secure. And and this is one way where, you know, it is possible to come together, have a really good talk about something. It's so exciting Mm -hmm. when you're able to make plans for your family's financial future.
1: All right. Well, you enjoy your Accidental Investor Workshop and enjoy your Saturday and we'll catch you back in a couple of weeks time, Andrew.
2: You too, Craig. See you then.